Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the West Coast Preps Podcast. I am Chris Jackson, joined here by Gregory Morlantoon. We got some special guests from the city of Berkeley, Berkeley High School, the boys basketball team. We got Coach Mike Hudson and a few of his players as well. So let's let all of you guys introduce yourselves right now to the audience. Um, I'm Nassim Wilson. I'm a senior at Berkeley High School, and um, I play point guard. My name is Malik Merchant. My fault, you got it, you got it. <laughs> now you, you can do it, you take it, you take it. Yeah, my name is Mahari Porter. I'm a senior at Berkeley High, and I also play point guard. My name is Malik Merchant. I go to Berkeley High. I'm like a 2-1 guard. Guard. Now, uh, Coach Mike Hudson, I'm the current head varsity coach at Berkeley. Uh, my first year there, so definitely excited. And so how's the offseason gone for all of you guys and what you guys been able to work on? Um, well, the offseason for me has been cons- consistent. I um, like a lot of training and um, conditioning and running, you know, with Malik and um, my coach. And um, we had we had a couple tournaments going, but it didn't last too long because of the COVID and it got shut down pretty fast. So, um, yeah. We've just been trying to get in as much work as we can. Yeah, that's all it really been. Uh, trying to get consistent on uh, doing stuff my, myself because, you know, the gym's being closed down and whatnot. It's harder to get your workouts in. So really conditioning and make sure I'm ready when the time comes. Yeah, trying to find workouts has been really hard. But like sneaking into the gym, sort of getting opportunities, taking every opportunity I can get. When somebody says they have a gym open, I take it no matter what. Well, I know me personally, I had to, you know, like Nassim mentioned, we had the opportunity to compete a little bit um, and play in a few tournaments. Well, that was my first time interacting pretty much in the game setting with players. So the main thing I wanted to get out of that is just build a relationship with players. But, you know, for me, it's just been a lot of studying on my end. Um, there was, it's not a lot of film, I would say, from Berkeley from last year. Um, so, you know, me just talking to the players and me just looking at film and trying to find, I do have a few videos of which, which I did uh, see a few players from last year. Um, I know Malik, he was at San Leandro last year. I have some film on him. Um, I know I looked at a little, some film on Mahari and some of the other players. So me just finding a system that suits, you know, that, that best suits them, I think more so than anything. So me just, doing my homework, um, look at, you know, establishing a system that, that fits their strengths. So that's pretty much what I've been doing. Um, and I'm pretty much <laughs> dived into my playbook pretty much every day. I'm switching things around. So, um, you know, and talking to other players, going to a college, uh, you know, there's a, like colleges hold like coaching seminars on Zoom. So I've been doing a lot of that. So just doing what I can to prepare them to put their best foot forward, I think, more than anything. And for each of you players, how have you seen you guys and yourselves grow mentally and physically over this offseason? Um, well, I personally feel like mentally the COVID has, like, pretty much helped me because, like, it gives us a little adversity to face. So it just, you know what I'm saying, it's like it makes us face harder times and we it allows us to grow and just keep pushing and keep working. And I feel like if we can get through something like this, like as a team and as a, um, you know, as an organization, then we can get through anything really. 
Yeah, it definitely helped me grow as well. Um, especially just like the grinding aspect of it, uh, because I know that I want to come back being a better player than I was last year. So, uh, yeah. Uh, can y'all repeat the question? Because I got lagged out for a minute. Yeah, so how have you seen yourself grow mentally and physically over this offseason? Mentally, I've matured over a period of time to just understand things a lot better and things adult have, adults have told me as I was younger and growing up. And then, Coach, I want you to go into more and how you got into coaching and what made you want to go into coaching. Well, I, I know me, it's, it's crazy because I, I started, um, I've been coaching for about, what, 12 years now, but um, I used to be an after-school program coordinator up in Richmond. And, um, you know, it, it used to be some students, um, you know, like shooting basketball outside, like after school, you know, I don't know. It was in a, in a, in a community in Richmond, um, basically in Eastern Elementary in Richmond. Um, a lot of our students, they, a lot of those players, students didn't have a lot of the resources other students have. They didn't have the financial backing to be able to participate in AAU. So I just took it upon myself. It, it was, I took it upon myself to start an AAU program, which was back then, 2008. It was a team crossover. And um, it just blew from that. And now, you know, it was something I just started just to get kids interested in playing basketball because obviously there was kids playing, you know, they was, they was playing after school. But, you know, like I say, they didn't have the financial backing to be able to participate in AAU. So for, for anything, I just wanted to give them something to do. And from that, it just, it just blew up, I would say. Um, and that really, like, opened my eyes to coaching. Um, even back then, I didn't. You know, I did, I was an athlete in high school. I played baseball and basketball in high school, but, you know, I've never thought of myself as a basketball coach pretty much at the time. And there was a lot of growth, I would say, over the years from, from then until now. Um, a lot of studying of the game, but um, it, it was simple as that. Like, um, I started the AAU program, and from there I became, you know, a lot more interested in, in mentoring and coaching players. Um, and then after about three years of doing AAU, um, I, you know, I went, I used to go to high school basketball games and, and that, that's something I wanted to uh, do for myself. And um, so, but I knew I needed a lot of work as a coach. I know I needed a lot of learning. I didn't want to just jump into like coaching high school basketball straight after a, you know, I wanted to uh, jump into, I knew I wanted to be a head varsity coach more in, more than anything. So for me, um, I knew I had a lot to learn, so I got my first high school job at Hercules High. I served as, uh, like, the head um, varsity assistant and uh, head JV coach. And, and after a year, I got, I got hooked. I'm like, after a year, I'm like, I want to be a varsity coach. I think I'm ready. It was literally after a year, I figured, like, you know, it was just a matter of time of me being a head varsity coach. And uh, the next year, uh, Coach Drew let me know, who was a head coach of Hercules at the time, he let me know he just wanted me to do, just uh, he wanted me to be his head varsity assistant, just focus on that. And I think that was good for me because I knew, you know, I wanted to be a varsity coach. And after my second year at Hercules, I got the interview at, King, at Kennedy and I had got the job. Um, you know, I heard Kennedy had an opening. I called uh, the principal. I got the, I went on the website, uh, got the principal's information, called him. Um, he called me back probably about three days later and was like, hey, meet me at Nations. <laughs> and we, we did like an interview, like I mentioned, we did the interview at Nations. And, um, you know, and, and that, 
that's how I got started with coaching. That's how I became a high school varsity coach. You know, we had that year at Kennedy um, where we did extremely well. Uh, then, I, you know, the opportunity became about uh, at Piedmont as well. And so the, the thing about with it, with, from Kennedy to Piedmont, because we beat Piedmont in the playoffs. And I think Piedmont at the time was, you know, they were, you know, on their career, they was one of the better teams in the, in the, in the, in the Bay Area, I would say. I think they were like 25 and 5 or something crazy like that. But, um, you know, um, yeah, we competed against them and it just, it came back around. The opportunity at Piedmont became about, I took that. Um, and now I'm at Berkeley. So, um, you know, I'm excited about this opportunity. But, um, you know, that's the story, basically. Uh, uh, that's my coaching story of how I became a um, head varsity coach. It just started from, a, from, a, from, from the AAU and it just grew. I was a, a did, I started at JV, then moved up. So, um, you know, it, was, it, was, it all happened so fast, but, you know, it, it was, it, I, I knew I could do it pretty much. And what brought you over to Berkeley High School and how's the transition been? at your new school and your new program? Um, well, Berkeley, I know Berkeley is one of the more prominent coaching positions, I would say, in the Bay Area. Um, being at Piedmont, I even competed against Berkeley when I was at Kennedy. We used to scrimmage against them. And um, even at Piedmont, we competed against them for a few years. So there, you know, I was very familiar with Berkeley High. Um, as far as how it happened, I'm going to be honest, I didn't think – because I knew that was a high profile position. I knew a lot of great coaches that were also applying for the position. I didn't know if, um, you know, I, of course you have doubts. There's a lot of great coaches out there. You like, uh, I'm gonna put my name in the hat, but let's see what happens. It was more so like that. And so I did get the interview. Um, you know, obviously Berkeley has some, uh, was very familiar with me and that for me being at Piedmont and me competing against them, um, and not normally, I interview well. Um, I had a very good interview, a uh, very good discussion with them, um, you know. Um, and, you know, pretty much, you know, uh, I got offered the job um, uh, probably a, a few weeks after I interviewed, um, you know, uh, Chris. I mean, not, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I got the interview and, you know, the rest was history. But, you know, it's, it was an exciting position. Um, I, like I say, I seen it, I applied and, you know, it was a good fit, I think for both of us. Um, I know more so than anything, Berkeley High was looking for a person definitely with some education experience because I am a teacher as well. Um, and so, and with some experience in running a program. Um, so it was, for me, it was a good fit. Um, they felt as though I was, they felt, I'm grateful that they felt as though I was a, a best candidate and, um, I'm happy about it. I, I, this is one, like I say, Berkeley was kind of like one of my dream jobs. Um, you know, Rob, Robin and Ross, the current athletic directors at Berkeley, um, you know, I've already built a very good relationship with them already. You know, I know I, know I met uh, Ross and Robin a little bit in person. We was doing conditioning workouts. Um, but, you know, I think it's just, for me, it was a great fit. Um, it's where I want to be. And like I say, it was, it was a high profile position something that I always wanted. Um, not taking it, you know, Piedmont was like, I didn't know it was division four, you know, Kennedy at the time was division one. I always wanted to be a division one coach. You know, those were like bigger schools. Um, but, you know, it, like I say, it was a great fit and, um, you know, I'm excited about it. And then players, how's the first few months gone 
with Coach Hudson? Um, well, personally, I really enjoy playing for Coach Hudson. He, um, he really emphasizes aggressiveness on the court and, you know, a lot of energy and, you know, just really giving it all your effort. And um, he talks to us like one-on-one or if we need something, like we can go to him about it or if we want to ask him a basketball question. I know I can just send him a text or give him a call. And, um, yeah, we really built a relationship, like, fast and easily. Yeah, he's definitely a good person, uh, coach and mentor. Uh, like he said, I know I could talk about, you know, whatever on and off the court with him. And I feel like that's what a, not, a lot of players need, uh, just a good relationship with their coach. Yeah, he a, he a basketball junkie. And with me, if you could talk about basketball, I could talk to you about basketball for years if I have to. And if, for him to be like that, it's a, good, it's a good connection. And what made each of you guys buy into Coach Hudson? And what made you each of you guys believe in Coach Hudson's coaching style? Um, well, me personally – my uncle preaches a lot of um, effort and just giving it all on the court. You know, we pick up 94 feet every game, every play. And um, Coach Hudson, he also, like, emphasizes that. So, honestly, it was just kind of, like, easy to translate over. And, um, yeah, it was just – I was just used to the style. Yeah, I agree with what he said. You know, he, he just really talked to us about just in the beginning how, you know, defense wins the games and, uh, you know – what you put in defense, you'll get something out of offense at the end of it. Yeah, me, like, I play aggressive, so him being an aggressive coach is like we have a good connection to it. And what are some of the main things that Coach has been able to instill in you guys, and what have you learned from him so far? Um, He's definitely instilled in me to just always give it to all, you know what I'm saying, and never give up. Like, we, we never quit, like, we we actually in the tournament we were down by like I think it was like two minutes left and we were down by like seven and or no actually we were second half had started and they just the other team had just ran it up on us and we were down like I say probably like fifteen points and then we just he called a timeout he told us look y'all got to give it all all we started giving it our all and then we just came back quickly and um we actually ended up losing that game but we yeah. He he emphasized to just give it your effort, and we came all the way back, and um, it just came down to one shot. Yeah, something I picked up was uh, just to keep working, you know, because, you know, the work you put into the game is what you'll get out of the game. So really just keep working no matter, you know, what obstacles get in my way or whatnot. Something I learned was staying positive within everybody and trying to keep everybody together so you can just come back into the game. Like Nas said, we was down 15. We had to come back. We had to bring each other together and bring it, and bring the team back. And we did. Came down to one shot. We lost still, but it was better than a lot. And then, Coach, for you, what are some core values of your basketball program? Um, I would say the first, more so than anything, just enjoying the moment. Um, you know, basketball is a fun sport. Like, I definitely want them enjoying themselves and enjoying their experience in playing basketball. Um, so that's definitely one of my core values. Um, I would also say toughness, like they mentioned. Um, just being able to deal with adversity um, and not letting adversity get the best of you, you know, because that's something that, 
you know, myself, you know, as I, you know, myself, I do feed off adversity. I love a challenge. Um, we in one of the tougher leagues in, in the whole Bay Area, and which is a majority of the reason why I wanted to be at, you know, at the time, Piedmont, you know, Berkeley, we had a, a lot of great coaches in that conference. And um, so, you know, more so than anything, just, you know, embracing that, you know, adversity and just being tough more than anything. Um, and I also say, like, just being honest, um, you know, being upfront, like I said, I think uh, more so than anything, I would say, like, and it goes hand in hand, but just building relationships, that relationship building is one of my primary um, core values, I would say. I mean, you know, building personal relationships with players. So like Malik and Nassim and Mahari mentioned, they could be able to talk to me and communicate to me about anything. Um, it's something that's got me a long way as a coach, you know, building those relationships, serving as a mentor towards players, not just their coach. Um, so, you know, those are just some of the core values that I do um, believe in. And then for you players, when did each of you start playing and when did you guys know that you could be successful in this sport? Um, well, I actually started playing basketball when I was three years old. Um, I used to play over there in North Oakland at the Bushrod Rec Center. And then um, that's actually when I met Malik. We uh, we were around like fourth or fifth grade and we were on the same team for the longest. We have been for the longest and just kind of became like, you know, real, real close within the game. And then um, I figured out I could be successful when – I learned that I was a little advanced in certain areas. Like I never really, I was never really a kid that had to work on super ball handling and playmaking and, and, and IQ play. So it, it was just a, kind of a natural skill to me. So I just felt like I could take that somewhere and then, you know, just perfect the other areas of my game and just, um you know, bring it all together. Yeah. Um, I probably noticed that I was like, well, I started playing like third grade, fourth grade, probably third, but um, yeah, I started, yeah, basically, I was really just fast as a, as a kid, you know, I recess, you know, you play flag football, soccer, whatever it was, uh, and then basketball, uh, I noticed that I was doing a lot of things that a lot of the other kids wasn't doing, uh, my ball handling was really, you know, tight handles, quick with it, so yeah, I really had an advantage over other kids, and I was really athletic, so that's really, from there on, I just kept sticking with it and got better and better. I started playing when I was, like, as long as I can remember. And some that, I like, I noticed when I could be successful was, like, I played, like, all types of sports. And when I fell in basketball, I was, like, I could sort of outsmart some people and doing some things. Because I was never the best ball handler, never the fastest. But I was always outsmart my opponent to, like, somehow win some games, some matchups that we wasn't supposed to win. And I was no because we played some tough-ass teams. So, like, yeah, I, I would say like, and just adding on to that, I know I, I'm familiar with Malik because uh, Malik is, um, you know, I've 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 never coached Malik, but I was familiar with him because his dad is also a coach as well um, through AAU, and just the growth I've seen him from the last I would say six years, um, you know, he's very talented. I would say. Um, you know, I even competed against, he was one of San Leandro's better players um, the last few C, I think he's a four-year varsity player. But, um, you know, I've seen a lot of growth over him over the years. Um, and I'm familiar with Nassim as well. I'm, I'm hard for competing against him as well. So I, I definitely like what I see from, 
from all three of these of these players. Um, like I say, even just with Malik, uh, just the growth he had over the years, man, he's gotten a lot better in, in, in such a short amount of time. But I do know Malik and uh, works on his game, including Nassim and Mahari. But I do know Malik. He worked. He's like I say, I'm a basketball junkie. Um, I always say one of my things as a player, as a coach, I always tell players I ain't never met a player that that loves basketball more than me. And I still believe that, you know, so um, I know even like I say, Malik, he, he, he loves basketball. And I seen, you know, Mahari, um, we worked a lot over the we did, you know, we got some conditioning in. We worked, we got some work in over the summer and just, um and definitely, you know, I know Nassim, I'm familiar with him because I need, I remember he used to play for like the Oakland Powell, right? He used to play for the Oakland Powell when he was little, he was very young. So I, I, I and, you know, uh, back then he was at, when he was young, I remember um, he struggled a little bit with a little bit of ball handling, but just see him now, like just the growth they had over a short amount of time, um, that just reflective of the hard work that they put in, including like, you know, mentioning, you know, Mahari, um, you know, competing against him at, at uh, I've seen some film on him and I uh, love his ability to handle the ball. Um, I've seen him knock some shots down. Um, he's very quick. Um, so, you know, I'm definitely excited to work with all these three players. Going off Greg's question, what do you think's made each of you guys successful basketball players? Um, well, I would definitely say a lot of my family, you know, my uncle, um, Malik's dad, Definitely my mother, you know, just um, instilling in me that no matter, you know, what happens, good or bad, that I have to just keep going. Can never, you know, let nothing bring me down. And then, um, you know, I've always had Malik right there next to me um, for the most part, you know, just pushing me and motivating me. Like, we motivate each other. Like, every day we work out together. And um, if I see him going harder than me or if he sees me going harder than him, like, that'll make us both just give it 110% every day, every time. And then – um. I feel like that really just helps us be better. Like, if I'm in the living room doing push-ups and he sees me, like, that'll make him mad. Like, he'll be like, oh, yeah, I got to get to it. So, yeah. Um, I think what made me so successful um, is probably my work ethic and, you know, my family giving into what I want to do and helping me, you know, try to uh, reach those goals that I have for myself. What made me successful is I hate to lose. When I lose, I want to get better and try to come back and beat you by 50-plus. And like Nile said, if I if you don't push up, I'm going to get mad because why are you trying to be better than me? Ain't nobody should be better than me in my head. I'm better than everybody than to myself. And I give props to my dad because he's he been pushing me for years for that. And, Coach, you touched on it a little bit, but what stands out about each of these guys and what makes them special? Uh, they're 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 extremely competitive. I would say that's the biggest thing that jumps out. Um, like I mentioned, uh, you know, we had the opportunity to play some AAU games over the summer, and just you know, Nassim, he's you know, they they all have very high basketball IQs. You could tell that they really study the game. Um, you know, they're very. And the biggest thing that that jumped out, even not not even amongst these three, but as as a as a group, man, those, those players are very coachable. I would say, you know, even me telling them things, you know, players have the tendency to, you know, kind of get down on themselves when you speak with them in a certain tone. But, you know, I always tell players, don't pay attention to the tone, pay attention to the actual words. And, you know, always, you know, letting players know, you know, nothing that I say is never going to come out of a place of hate. 
you know, it's always going to come out of a place of love and for you to improve yourself. So I think that's the biggest thing uh, that jumped out to me is their competitive spirits. Um, they have very, have very high basketball IQs. Um, you know, um, I know, you know, speaking individually, Malik, his ability to shoot the ball, I think he's one of the better shooters in the Bay Area. And I do think he's one of the uh, more underrated seniors in this class, um, which, you know, I kind of, I, I, you know, because, you know, thing I see about Malik, I think he, he made a few all tourneys last year at San Leandro, which was one of the best programs in the Bay Area. Um, he was one of their top three players over the last three years. Um, so just, I've, you know, I've been a lot of, around a lot of great shooters, but I think he's definitely one of the better ones, I would say. Um, his ability to finish, include Mahari, um, very quick. Um, his ability to finish at the rim. Um, again, he has another another player with a high basketball IQ. Um, so, and, and Nassim, uh, this is Nassim's first year playing barrier basketball. Is that, I mean, well, I know because you moved away. So he's now returning, but his ability to handle the ball, um, I think that's something that jumps out to me. Um, he makes plays and he makes other players better. I think that's going to be his biggest trait. Um, he was definitely uh, one of the players that, uh, you know, when we was definitely competing over the summer, um, I think he was one of the top players in terms of assists. Um, again, very coachable, very high basketball IQ. Um, his ability to defend, all three of them defend at a very high level. And to me, that's, you know, in me coming to Piedmont, um, and I'm just thinking about, you know, I'm big on defense, but, you know, that's one thing I definitely, you know, coming to Piedmont, you know, looking at film of, of them as well and and just understanding that they needed to change their mindset in terms of, like, defense. And we worked a lot over, the, over you know, on defense. And they've, I think we were one of the better defensive teams. But, you know, I want to do the same with this particular group. You know, I am. I know it's cliche, but defense do win games. I mean, that's what made me successful, you know, putting a lot of large emphasis on, you know, the defensive end. Um, and just, you know, so, you know, those are like, just thinking about these three individual players, um, you know, they're, they're very talented. Um, and I'm, I'm excited to work with them. Like I say, hopefully we have a basketball season because I, I definitely think we could be one of the teams, one of the programs that could sneak up on a lot of people. Um, and, you know, I believe in my ability as a coach. Um, I believe in my uh, uh, coaches as well. I've hired a great group of uh, coaches um, that, and then we all share the same values. I think we're, we're very tight knit. We even, we, we met at the Marina over, you know, during COVID, we had a few different meetings, but we all on the same page and we all share the same like uh, core values when it comes to basketball. So, you know, I'm excited to not only work with the players, but also to work with the current coaches I, uh, that I have, because at Berkeley right now, we have a whole new coaching staff. Um, and that's something I'm excited about. So just, you know, me, I think more than anything out of this year, just building a foundation. That's, that's my biggest goal, but also maximize um, what we can do as a program. Um, I know I, every season I always think about my seniors, um, and I want them to go out with something to, to remember, I would say. And I do believe like in me working out with these kids at Berkeley and me seeing and seeing the support from Ross and Robin, admin at Berkeley, um, I think we got a great thing going. And, um, you know, like I say, we're in a tough league, but 
Um, I, I like our chances, uh, I would say. Um, I, I definitely like our chances uh, because these, not only these, these three players, but the players, they work hard. They're very passionate about um, the game of basketball. You could tell they had a rough, I think, you know, Berkeley had a rough past two years, I would say. I think they did for what it's worth. They dealt with, they, were, they dealt with a lot of adversity last year, but I thought they did pretty good, I would say, for, for everything that they was dealing with last year. But, uh, you know, Berkeley normally one of the programs that, that are they're normally they're in the thick of things, I would say. So um, me just thinking about, like, getting back to that, that's, that's big for me. I'm very competitive. And um, and I'm definitely excited to work with uh, with with the players. They 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 hungry and they want to win. We have a lot of seniors this year, um, and they 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 want to win and they want to maximize what they can do. And you know, we, we're gonna put in the work for sure. Coach, how are these young men as leaders, and how have they helped you instill your culture at Berkeley? Well, I know they 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 you know. You know, these three, especially these three, though, they make my job a lot easier. You know, not Malik, very vocal. Um, Nassim, very vocal. Mahari, very vocal. Mahari, I believe you were one of the team captains of last year. Is that correct? Um, so these these players, normally they they wanted to, you know, they've always been um, one of their team's better players. They've always been captain. Malik was a captain at um at San Leandro so they these three players they they definitely make my job a lot easier and 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 that definitely um helps in terms of like building um you know building a culture of a basketball program just having those leaders that you know um that's going to push you know their their teammates um and just like like I say just these these particular guys they're they're very um they're very vocal they're very, um, they're very competitive, um, and they're very passionate about the game. And you know, those are the, you know, it goes hand in hand with with myself as well. Like, you know, so I think more so than anything, like these players, like, you know, they're hungry. They want to win, and they're gonna do whatever it takes to like um, hold their teammates accountable. Um, I think we're gonna we're gonna hold each other accountable. And um, normally, when you do that and you have an open line of communication, um, good things tend to happen um, during a basketball season. Um, so um, again, I'm just, I'm super excited to work with these, these three, work with them a little bit over the summer. And um, they work more than anything. And what other players see that, understanding that they're, they're seniors, you know, um, you know, Malik and Nassim, first day, players didn't even know who they were, right? And they came in, you know, we started our stretches, we started our team talk before our workout, and they just jumped right into it and, 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 and showed leadership. Even Mahari, his first day, you know, um, he showed a lot of excitement. Um, so I think they're going to make my job a lot easier in my first year as a head coach. They're veterans. They understand what it takes. They all all been a part of great programs, so they understand what it takes to be successful. And and so, um, you know, I'm, I'm excited to work with them. Now, for Nassim, Mahari, and Malik, building off of what Coach just said, where do your guys' leadership skills come from? Um, well, I would say my leadership skills come from just being a point guard and watching a lot of. Um, you know, NBA point guards and a lot of the legends and 
you know, watching how they talk and how they um, vocalize and how they, you know, get with their teams and tell them what they need to do and, you know, just build relationships with each other. And then um, also my dad played um, a little bit of sports. He played a little bit of basketball. And then my uncle, he played basketball too. And they emphasized to me all the time, you know, being a point guard that, you know, you have to get your guys together and talk to them and make sure everybody's on the same page. So I feel like, you know, me just the role that I'm in, um, are, it's kind of something that I have to do. Yeah, um, for me, it's uh, noticing the impact that I have on a team and people. I know that I'm, I have a voice and, uh, you know, people listen to me. So I know if I can lead them in the right direction, then things will go right. Yeah, mine came from my dad, just emphasizing about being a leader and trying to help the people around me to be better. Also, me just knowing basketball and knowing what we need to do and what the coaches want. And then, Coach, go into what's made you a successful coach and and how exactly you've been able to turn around two programs and one everywhere you've gone, essentially. Um, I know one thing I've, I've been mentioning a lot. I think the first thing that needs to happen, um, you know, especially if you're a coach, you know, taking over a new program or coaching a new program, um, is just getting in and building a relationship with the school community more than anything. And when I talk about school community, I'm, you know, from the players, from the admin, from the teachers, I think that is extremely important. And, um, and I've learned a lot over the years. You're also going to make a lot of mistakes, I would say, and you tend to grow off those particular mistakes that you make every year. And I believe every year as a coach, I've definitely gotten better in a lot of different areas. Um, I'm one of those coaches that don't believe I know everything. I always utilize my resources, whether it be college coaches, whether it be uh, some of my peers in, uh, on the high school ranks. I know a lot of great high school coaches, so I tend to use my resources. But um, I think those, you know, use, utilizing, like, you know, everything around me, I think that's, you know, I study the game. You know, one of the coaches, uh, some coaches that I definitely look up to on the college ranks, you know, even thinking about, uh, you know, Shaka Smart, um, and his, his approach on defense, study a lot of what he do on defense. Um, you know, Brad Stevens from Boston Celtics, he has, a, he runs, a, you know, I think he's a, in terms of like uh, ATOs, he's great at that. Um, that's an area that I'm definitely looking to improve upon as a coach. Um, you know, I look at a lot of great coaches, you know, um, you know, even thinking about, you know, Lou Ritchie at Bishop O'Dowd, one thing that stood out about, him. One thing I respect, I remember was, I was coaching at uh, Piedmont, and so I, I learned from different coaches, but one thing, you know, we, when we, we played Bishop O'Dowd, I believe we lost by three on a buzzer beater at, when I was at Piedmont, and one thing we studied uh, as coaches, we studied a lot of, we know everything that Bishop O'Dowd, we, we had a good grasp on the things that they ran, but one thing I respect about Lou Ritchie and his staff, he stays true to who he stays true to his system, regardless if you know to play or regardless of what you know, they're going to run. And, and the play that we knew, they won the game off that same play, you know? So it, it was like, you know, that's one thing that jumped out to me, stay true to who you are. You know, there's going to be coaches that are going to watch a lot of film on you. They're going to know all, each of your sets, but, you know, just stay true to your system and stay true to what you do. Don't get away from uh, what you do well. And I think, you know, looking at coaches like that, I think that 
jumps out to me. You know, even with uh, Coach Quick over at Alameda, you know, same thing. You know, um, you know, those are some guys that, you know, they, they, they know a lot. And I tend to like every game, especially when it comes to like great programs, I take what I can from that particular game and I use it to better myself. And so I'm always continuously looking at, uh, you know, what ways in, in bettering, what ways I can better my program, I would say. I'm always looking to get better. And I think that takes me a long way. Um, just um, being a student of the game, a, a lifelong student of the game. Um, what I mentioned, getting in and building those relationships with players, I think that's more important than anything with the school community. As I mentioned, I think that's more important um, than anything, uh, you know, me being adaptive, you know, every, every, every game you go into a specific game, you go every, every, every game you go in with a specific game plan, I would say. And so game plans, I would say more so than not, don't always go the way you want it to go, you know? So you have to be able to be adaptive and adjust on the fly. And it's, and, um, so I think, you know, and that comes with, you know, studying the game, having counters, um, you know, because coaches do, all coaches, all great high school coaches watch a lot of film. They're going to go into every game knowing everything that you do. But you also got to have counters and just stick stick true to what who you are. And I think that's gotten me very far, I would say, um, more than anything. And, and I would say also, man, player, the players make me. I would say they, they tend to, when you have a little success, players tend to trust more into your word, I would say, when you have a little bit of success. So, you know, even coming to Kennedy, that was a new situation. And, um, you know, we, we, we went, to, uh, went to state in their first year, um, you know, at Piedmont. I know my, my first year we made NCS for, uh, and we went to state, um, but, you know, Piedmont was aware of some of the success I had at Kennedy. So when players tend to see some success, you know, that you had, they tend to believe more and so more into your word, I would say. And so, um, you know, the players just believe in, in myself as a coach um, and just putting in the work. Like I say, I, I, there's a lot of great coaches out here and I, I you know, I, I, I take bits and pieces from everybody, from every, from college, high school, from everybody, um, uh, reaching out to coaches from from other states, <laughs> I would say um, that I've never met, but we we email each other and they um, they give me their perspective on certain sets and certain things that I can do to better my program, and so I think that's what made me successful. Just being like I'm a basketball, like Malik said, like a basketball junkie. Like I love basketball, I love what the game offers, and um, and so some, those are like, you know, just thinking back, those are a lot of the things that definitely made me successful. And for Nassim, Mahari, and Malik, what motivates each of you guys? Um, well, I would say I have a lot of family members that have passed away in the recent years. So that's a big part of it. And then um, definitely my mom, she's probably the hardest worker I know. You know, she um, she has her own business and she just – my whole life, she's been pushing and pushing and pushing. You know, even when times get rough, she just keeps going. And, um, yeah, so that's really motivating to me. Just lets me know that I can't stop and um, always got to keep working. Yeah, I agree with him. 
uh, definitely my family. Um, just knowing that, you know, your life could change any moment uh, with the work that you put in. So, you know, just knowing that I get some, I could get something out of it if I put in the work and put in enough time. Yeah, first, my family, my father, uh, big motivations for me, but also a big one for me personally will be my competitiveness. I love to compete. I love being out, trying to compete, prove myself down better than people, other than the person across from me in the other jersey. And so as I work, I just want to, it's a big motivation. And then I also want to get into, and this is basically for all of you as well, what do sports mean to you and how important is sports to you guys? Um, sports mean a big thing to me. It's like a big thing in my family. Everybody, all my cousins, we all grew up competing against each other, you know, playing basketball in the street or throwing a football or whatever. Like, we all play sports. Everybody came up playing sports. My uncles, um, my aunties even, you know, we all play sports. So it's a big thing. And then um, that actually gave me a sense of competitiveness. You know, everybody wants to win. You know, sometimes you be out there fighting. It gets that serious or, yeah, you know. So it means a lot to me because I just feel like I want to be the best. You know what I'm saying? Like, as competitive as, as I am, I want to be the best to come out, come out of my family. And so, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, sports also, well, yeah, basketball is, is more than a game to me as well. Uh, it's also an outlet for me, you know, because there's a lot of emotions that go in and out of the game. And, you know, that could, you know, basketball could be something you use to release your stress or to show how you're feeling in a game. So, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like my life, sort of, because some of my mom used to always say, she used to be like, as a kid, you used to sleep with basketballs in your bed with you. And now it's just something I always knew. Um, I always say, like, you think about sports in general, like, you know, sports is, is, is life altering for our young athletes, I would say. Um, teaches players a variety of different things from being collaborative, working together to pursue a goal, um, just being unified, having a strong work ethic. You know, um, I'm a strong believer in what, what you put into the game is what you get out. Um, so, and, that, and that's, that's, that's life, you know, what you put into, you know, what you put in is, is you know, this, those are the things you'll be able to, well, what you put in, you'll be able to accomplish, you know, it determines the amount you'll be able to accomplish. But, um, you know, like I say, it's a life altering, uh, sports is definitely life altering. It teaches um, our players life skills that they can use, you know, for the rest of their lives, so I would say. Um, so, you know, those are just, you know, thinking about sports that I think that's more than anything, just, you know, just teaching students life lessons more than anything, stuff that they can apply for the rest of their lives. And then last thing we got for each of you guys, what are some goals for yourself and for your Berkeley team this season? Um, I would say personally for myself, my goal would be to definitely lead my team to a bunch of wins, you know, um, be able to talk to my guys and make everybody around me better you know, um, build relationships that I can have for future years and, you know, um, you know, on and off the court, be able to talk to my guys. And then for the team, I would say 
we definitely want to, you know, like Coach Mike said, we all want to win. So we definitely want to win something. And I feel like with this group of guys that we play with and, you know, the tournaments and just us three um, here right now, I definitely feel like we can win more than some people might expect us to. So I definitely think we can take this somewhere. Yeah, personally, for me, it would be to win games uh, a lot more than a lot more than we did last year or the year before that. And um, as a team, just to, you know, this is our last year, so I want to leave with a bang. I'm not trying to go outside like we did, you know, other years. So I want to leave with uh, some that I can remember for the rest of my life. Um, I guess I would say more so than anything I have a few, and it goes hand in hand. I think as a first-year coach for a new program, the, the biggest thing is establishing a foundation. Let's say a foundation from our offensive and defensive uh, systems instilling that into our players, um, while at the same time maximizing, like, their potential. Um, so, yes, so, so definitely I have the, you know, I understand the, the realities of, I do understand the realities of, like, you know, the, the nuance, I guess, you know, understanding the realities of like coming into a new program and things that needs to be put in place, but at the same time, not short, uh, not like uh, minimizing what we can do. Like at the same time, I definitely want to, uh, definitely want the players to be, I want us to be able to, um, you know, maximize our abilities and, and what we can accomplish. So, it, you know, those things go hand in hand. And um, it was great that I was actually able to already, like, start building with the players. And um, so definitely, um, I understand that these players, they, they you know, they're seniors. They, they want to go out um, with something that they can remember for the rest of their lives. They want to, um, so, um, you know, doing, our, us coaches doing what we can, uh, you know, put them in position to be successful. So definitely, um, and, it's, and it is, I'm going to be honest, it's a lot of, you know, we have a lot of work to do, I would say. And what makes things a lot more difficult is because of this COVID, <laughs> you know, this COVID situation, you know, normally during this time, we'll be at, you know, we'll be open gym, we'll be at open gym and we'll be in a gym probably right now, <laughs> you know. Um, so uh, understanding me, I do understand that there's going to be some, uh, you know, you know, there's going to be some difficulties ahead, but I'm very encouraged based off what I already saw. Um, you know, I do think we got, you know, not only, you know, not just these players, but I do think we have, I know these players would agree, we have a lot of talent, I would say, a lot of young talent from what I've seen. We have a lot of, of really good um, incoming freshmen that that played as well over the summer. Um, we have some returners. Um, you know, I, I do think, um, you know, I do think we can do some great things this year. Um, so, um, that's more so than anything. I definitely want to, you know, build that foundation, but at the same time, like, you know, uh, you know, I know these players, they want to win some games. So, you know, that's our, that's our plan. And, uh, we look forward to it. Yeah, that's all we got for these guys today from Berkeley. Appreciate it. Nassim, Malik, Mahari, and coach Mike Hudson taking the time to join us. Be sure to follow the Yellow Jackets boys basketball team this upcoming season. Be sure to follow all of our work on social media, West Coast Preps underscore, and follow all the stories at westcoastpreps.com. Because I'm gone. So long. I'm gone. So long.